This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. To the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Greetings, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425, should you wish to be on the program. Very happy to have you. i got to talk about solar panels. Not exactly the exciting story you might want, but it's relevant because there are divisions cropping up among the Democrats. So uh, there's a solar farm out in uh, Lumpkin County, Georgia, called the Lumpkin Solar Farm. It's 850 acres. They essentially clear-cut the forest and field, killed all the vegetation, flattened it out, uh, in Lumpkin County, the solar farm there, 850 acres, uh, they graded the landscape and screwed up the erosion and water flow in the area, destroying a neighbor's property. The neighbor was awarded $135.5 million in damages. Um, and I'm sorry, it's it's uh, not Lumpkin, it's Stewart County. George is one of those weird places where all the towns have names of counties and they're all in different places, so it's in Lumpkin, Georgia. Um, but it is uh, in Stewart County, Georgia, near Columbus. A U.S. federal district uh, district court on Friday awarded a Stewart County couple $135.5 million for damage done to their property by a Tennessee solar company and its contractor. The jury hit Silicon Ranch Corporation and its contractor, IEA Inc., for intentionally polluting property owned by owned by Sean and Amy Harris. Oh, the case was tried in front of Judge Clay Land. I know Clay Land, super judge. Silicon Ranch Corporation developed more than 160 solar panel facilities across the country, many of them built by IEA. This one in Stewart County, Georgia, was called Lumpkin Solar. Silicon Ranch and IEA cleared and mass graded a thousand acres without first installing erosion and settlement control. That was the main problem with the Lumpkin site, uh, said the lawyers for the plaintiffs. For two years, they failed to stabilize and vegetate a 1,000 acres they had masqueraded, which was breaking the law. The jury returned a compensatory damages verdict of $10.5 million. 
there was punitive damages as well because of their uh, in the intentionality of what the solar company did. The jury imposed $25 million in punitive damages against Silicon Ranch Corporation, $50 million in punitive damages against IEA, and $50 million against the wholly owned subsidiary contractor of IEA. The engineering firm that designed the erosion and settlement control plan was also a defendant. The jury released them from liability. Silicon Ranch hired Infrastructure and Energy Alternatives, IEA, a leading infrastructure construction company with renewable energy and specialty civil expertise to design and construct the solar facility. And they screwed up royally. Silicon Ranch says, we sincerely regret the unintentional damage to the neighbor's property, and we plan to appeal in large part because it's, they say it wasn't intentional. It just was a screw-up, so they shouldn't have gotten punitive damages. They, they ruined the neighboring property. Now, all of this ties into the, the bizarreness of solar power. And again, I think when you understand that the environmentalist movement all comes back to population control, they, they do want us all to starve to death eventually. Uh, to save the planet, humanity is bad. I mean, there's this underlying current. It, it's kind of weird when you think about it. Like in in uh, in, in most religions, in, in Judeo-Christian religions, men are sinful, men are bad. Um, in the environmentalist religion, people are bad too. People are bad. Uh, people are polluters, and they must be exterminated in some capacity to save the planet. And one of the things is is the rise of solar panel farms, where they buy up farmland, take it out of the production of usable farmland, and they put up solar panels. And in doing so, they clear cut, kill off most of the vegetation, and they put up these solar panels. That when it rains, when it's dark, when it's too cloudy, they don't produce power, but they 100% of the time take off the playing field the ability to produce anything productive on that farmland. And they've spread around the country. And most of the solar panels, most, not all, but most of the solar panels are made with slave labor in China. Now, you should know that Shell Energy, Shell, you know, uh, the, the, the oil company, is a partner, apparently, in Silicon Ranch, from what I was reading. Um, it, it's, yeah, Shell owns 45% as of 2018 in Silicon Ranch. Now, this is coming to a head in Congress, and this is where it gets funny. This is, this is the, the larger issue here. The Senate has approved a measure to reinstate tariffs on solar panels that have been found to violate trade rules, and the Biden administration may veto the Democrat-backed legislation. So the Senate voted on Wednesday to reinstate tariffs on solar panels from Chinese companies in Southeast Asia that have been found to be coming into the U.S. in violation of trade rules. The measure went 56 to 41, approved by the House already, sets up a showdown with Biden— which temporarily halted the tariffs to try to ensure the country had an adequate supply of solar panels. Biden says he's going to veto the measure. Two-thirds of the houses would have to come together to override him, and it doesn't appear that they have the votes. 
but Democrats are angry with the Biden administration. Why? Because the solar panels were brought into the United States at subsidized costs, which violates trade rules. A U.S. trade court ruled that four Chinese companies had been trying to dodge tariffs on solar products. The companies were found to be circumventing tariffs, and Joe Biden decided to stop all the tariffs for two years. Solar panel importers want the tariffs gone. Congress says, no, in large part, there is a real suspicion some of these solar panels were made by slave labor in China. The Biden administration, though, wants us all to get out of fossil fuels. So the Biden administration is willing to allow slave labor-made solar panels to come into the United States with no repercussions at all. It's very, very bizarre that this is where we are. You know, uh, Secretary Hallen is the Interior Secretary, and she played dumb in a line of questioning from Josh Hawley in the Senate yesterday about how the Biden administration's plans for electric vehicles and solar panels actually benefit the Chinese. On the subject of these sweeping mandates related to electric vehicles that the Biden administration has imposed, including now for our military, the metals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries in those vehicles are, of course, lithium, nickel, graphite, and cobalt. Now, can you tell me what nation is the largest producer of refined lithium in the world? No, I can't. It's China. Can you tell me which nation is the largest producer of refined cobalt in the world? No, Senator. It's China. Do you know what nation is the largest exporter of natural graphite to the United States globally? No, Senator. It's China. Okay. So in all of these instances, these mandates, your decision to trade off our energy security in favor of a radical climate change agenda is making us more and more dependent on China. And at the same time, you are denying mining, blocking mining, blocking permits for mines in this country that would allow us to develop nickel and copper and cobalt. Why? Why block the development of these resources in our own nation in favor of making us dependent on China? Senator, are you referring to the Boundary Waters? I'm referring to the, to the Twin Metals Mine in Minnesota. I think that Senator Bross was just asking about it. Yes, uh, near the Boundary Waters, which is an iconic place and, of course, um, a very valuable ecological um, system to many plants, animals, species. Ah, yes. So we'll be dependent on China because of that. One more. Senator, I, I know that uh, there's like 1.9 jobs for every American in the country right now. So I know there's a lot of jobs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me <laughs> you're telling me we've got too many jobs in the country. Well, I'm saying that we don't have enough people. That's why we are um, having a hard time finding folks to work at our department. But oh, wait, you're telling me that we have too many jobs for blue-collar work? Have, have you seen the number of jobs we have lost in this country to China in the last 20 years? Do you know where those jobs come from? Over 3 million jobs have gone to China. Do you know where those jobs have come from? They've come out of Midwestern towns, like the ones I represent. They are blue-collar workers, and you're sitting here and telling me that we have too many jobs in this country? Are you serious? It is, 
weird, isn't it? Unless you understand the Hunter Biden emails. It is otherwise weird to wonder why the Biden administration is just so convinced that they should help China financially at the detriment of the United States. It is it is almost like Hunter Biden's emails must really have been real where he was talking about uh, getting getting a good investment in China from the United States and that dear old dad, the man, would would help. We've got slave labor in China producing solar panels. And Joe Biden wants to allow them into this country. You've got slave labor making these panels. They're coming to this country. They're buying up American farmland. They're getting rid of the cows and the crops, and they're putting solar panels down that won't produce food. All the while, they're telling us that that we're, we're, we're going to have problems with the food supply coming. These people really seem malicious. Now, I think at the upper echelons, there is this global idea that humanity is bad. At the, at the lower levels, though, I, I think they just really think they're saving the planet. I mean, Kathy Huckel, the governor of Wash, uh, of New York, is defending banning gas stoves now. But we just like we had to go from deck you know long time ago to transition from coal as your energy source. We do yeah. have to transition. There are clean energy alternatives. It's going to take time. And I want to make sure that New Yorkers don't get hit hard for the cost. So we're going to roll this out. But new buildings that are going up, they can find they can go electric, they can do heat pumps. This is how you transition. This is how you transition, not boys and girls, but buildings. This is how you transition them. You, you force people to do this. You force them to give up gas so when the power goes out, they have no means of heat. They have no means of cooking. You force them into solar panels to make the power go out any more, even more. And then when the blizzard comes and the snow panels are up and you, you don't have natural gas, you all die. And that's good for the environment. You, you, you become fertilizer for the planet. And you, you mouth breathers in your SUVs, you all go away. This is like a, a, a nihilist extinction cult that claims we're all going to die if we don't do something, but their plan is for us all to die in order for them to do something. This is the weirdest cult. I keep having friends tell me they realized I was right. Every time you wash sheets from Bowling Branch, they get softer and softer. They're the most luxurious sheets. The highest quality, incredible craftsmanship, with just unmatched softness, 100% traceable organic cotton. It gets softer with every wash. I tell you guys that it's true. I can tell you it's a big difference, and I have bought different pairs of sheets to try to find some best. I keep coming back to my Bowling Brand sheets. They're incredible. They're buttery to the touch, super breathable. They're perfect for cooler weather and warmer weather. Why the drape? You actually feel like you've got something, a substance on you, so you can snuggle in, but you don't get overwhelmingly hot in the during the summertime, and it's just the perfect weight under the blanket as well during the wintertime. I love Boland Brand sheets. They're so luxurious. They're loved by four U.S. presidents. Got over 10,000 raving reviews. Right now, get 15% off your first order when you use promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at BolandBranch.com. That's BolandBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. The promo code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Lowell Nationwide. Wherever you are, they can help your business grow. 
If you need access to large loans, $750,000 or more to buy a building, build a building, buy a franchise, buy out your business competitors or your partners, reach out to them. FirstLibertyGA.com. Tell them I sent you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Just spend five, ten minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them, them for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. To the phones, Chip, you're going to be up next. Welcome. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Uh, This is about the fourth time I called. I was just listening to everything that you were saying about uh, Josh Hawley and all that. I don't understand why people aren't following the money. I mean, there's obviously there's been a lot of money that China has given to the Biden syndicate. And if that's not selling out the country, I don't know what is. Hey, hey, I mean, Chip, Chip. Everything Chip, he said is 100% true. Chip, haven't yes. you haven't you heard about Harlan Crow and, and Claire Thomas? Look at that, Chip. Look at that. Don't don't look at the Bidens, Chip. Look, look at look at Clarence Thomas. Come on now. Yeah, the whole thing is, and you got to remember what was it? John Kerry's kid and and Hunter Biden and their business dealings in Ukraine and China, and it, it, Joe Biden goes soft on China. I don't know that Joe Biden is on China's payroll, but I do believe that Joe Biden is one of those many people in the elite in Washington who exist in both parties who think that China is on the rise, we are on the decline, so you might as well start sucking up now. I mean, Justin Trudeau in, in Canada is this. You know that the Chinese like actively poured money in to help Justin Trudeau's party win election in parliament. This is not in dispute. It has been documented in the press in Canada, and the Trudeau administration up there has refused to even investigate it. It makes you wonder if the Chinese are pouring money into this country too. I would not be surprised if if they wanted to help Biden. Listen, the Democrats blame the Russians. We know the Democrats are very good at projection. They say that the Russians bought and paid for Donald Trump's election – wonder if the Chinese are doing it for them. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's why Joe doesn't want to shoot down all the Chinese balloons. There's something going on here. It really is the weirdest thing to see Joe Biden kowtow to the Chinese the way he is. I guess you're not supposed to say kowtow anymore. That's supposed to be racist or something, isn't it? I don't know. I can't keep up anymore. What was fine yesterday is not fine today. The, the, the wild world of wokes out there. They lead the revolution, and, and all the revolutionaries wind up killing each other. It really does remind me of the Lord of the Rings. You, you know, you, you see the Lord of the Rings and, and what the orcs, the orcs are the bad guys. And the orcs are as nasty to each other as they are the humans and the elves and, and the dwarves. They're, they're horrible to them. And the moment there are no humans, elves, or dwarves to fight, they fight each other. It's just like the wokes. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and, and, oh, what's his name? Peter Jackson, who did the movie, captured the essence of that. And they turn on each other. Um, It's like the feminist movement. The feminist movement, you used to believe that that men and women are equal. And now suddenly you've got part of the feminist movement like, well, men can be women too, just like us. They have deep voices too. And hairy legs too because they don't shave either, feminists. And suddenly they're like, welcome, men. Why don't you take over the feminist movement and and go on the girls' teams? I have a sneaking suspicion this is going to hurt Democrats. Do you remember in 2016 when Target decided to allow men into women's bathrooms? They had a 7% decline in in in-store sales after that and then spent $20 million to build single-stall bathrooms. And they said, oh, it had nothing, this decline in stores had nothing to do with that. 
Well, it seemed to everyone that it did, and they denied it, and the media denied it. And now you you can't deny the Bud Light sales. There are some stores literally running a buy one case, get one case free sales. Costco has them like 40 cents a can, and some Costco is trying to get rid of Bud Light. And they can't. People aren't buying it. I think Americans have had enough of this nonsense, and maybe they'll have enough of Joe Biden in another year. Hi there, it's Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. All right, thanks to everybody in the Atlanta market emailing lots of lots of uh, Lion Creek recommendations uh, for for breweries with good IPAs, getting getting good ones. Uh, those of you who you don't care, but I got a buddy of mine who's I'm not an IPA drinker. I just I like lagers and pilsners. Um, they they're harder to make anyway. Uh, chemistry temperature matters. Uh, the IPAs it does doesn't matter. They were made to store on ships at room temperature and they're bitter and gross. But he likes them, so I got to get recommendations. Had a, several breweries send some. So um, so I'm playing golf next Friday. I just want you to know I love you all, but I need a break tomorrow. I will be here. But I will be in Washington, D.C. I have been summoned by the vast right-wing conspiracy. The, the, the bat signal went out. I looked out onto the horizon and saw it. And I called the hotline and was summoned to Washington, D.C. tomorrow for a super-secret meeting of the vast right-wing conspiracy. We haven't the, – the vast right-wing conspiracy, we, we've had some meetings – but more and more, uh, because of Zoom leakers and stuff, they try to get everyone in the same room. It's harder to leak. Uh, and so you get summoned into these rooms. You have to leave your cell phones behind and your search to make sure you don't have recording devices and stuff like that. Nobody trusts anybody anymore in the vast left or the vast right-wing conspiracy. Everybody leaks audio. So you go to these rooms, you're virtually naked uh, so they can make sure you don't have anything in, in orifices that record stuff and you sit in the meetings awkwardly and, and you're cold because you don't have clothes. And <laughs> I, I honestly um, cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my eye, place my hand on the Bible. I have no idea what the agenda is. I was summoned by the vast right-wing conspiracy. I will go to the meeting of the vast right-wing conspiracy. Uh, pray for me as I land in Baltimore because um, – the meetings on the other that side of DC. So normally I'd fly into um, Reagan or Dulles, but I got to fly into Baltimore, and at least it's at a casino. Apparently, um, we'll see. Those vast right wing conspiracies. Half of them are Catholic. They like to gamble too. <laughs> All right, I got to move on. But I'll I'll be here tomorrow. I will be here. I don't know what the setup will be, but I will be here. I, I will take breaks in the middle of the conspiracy meeting to be with you guys. Now. I must move on to talk about, um, you know what, I, let me talk about the border for just a moment because Jay Johnson, who was the Homeland Security Director for Barack Obama, who was actually pretty competent dude, uh, he's got this to say, and uh, the White House is really not happy with Jay Johnson. They feel like he should be on their team all the time, and he's not really, and he's pushing back on some talking points. Uh, when you have people coming across our southern border in these numbers, even with the additional resources we have now, it's simply not feasible to keep track of them all. And the backlog in cases just grows and grows and grows. 
and communities along the southern border are forced to absorb uh, these large numbers, and then it becomes, as you know, a, a political stunt by the governor of Texas, governor of Florida. And he's resuming send sending, people, sending people north. Great right, habit. sending people to here in New York, to the bus station, to Massachusetts Avenue, to Martha's Vineyard. Yep, yep, he tries to throw in that talking point, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, they're overwhelmed. Uh, and Corrine Jean-Pierre, of course, is having another stab at trying to say the border is secure. So just a just a, a couple of things, so folks are aware. Um, uh, so while Republicans continue to push uh, to lay off 2,000 border uh, patrol agents, uh, we are uh, firing on all cylinders to prepare for the return to Title Eight uh, on May 11th. And so last week, the Biden-Harris administration announced those sweeping measures that I mentioned uh, moments ago from the state and DHS uh, to expand legal pathways, launch regional process centers, surge uh, asylum officers and judges, and more. And yesterday, as you are uh, uh, alluding to here, uh, Mary, we announced additional joint actions with Mexico, uh, including participation in regional processing centers and continuation of uh, effective border enforcement measures under Title VIII. And so we're using all the tools available to us. I don't have a number to share uh, at this time, but this is something that, again, we're taking very seriously as we head towards uh, the lifting of Title VIII on May 11th. We are doing everything that we can to put programs, to put processes in in, in place uh, to deal with uh, what will occur at the border. That would be Title 42. Also, you know who's having none of this? The Arizona Democrat Independent Senator now, Cinema. Obviously, the border is not secure. Anyone with eyes can see that. And anyone who lives in a border state like I do, born and raised in Arizona, actually it takes offense at comments like that because they're just factually not true. The reality is, is that border communities in my state are suffering already, and that's before the end of Title 42. Yeah, they are. Uh, if you were here the first hour, Congressman Chip Roy was with me talking about how overwhelmed some of these cities are in Texas. Uh, El Paso, CNN has been covering this, and uh, several people have sent me clips from south of the border that Chip was referencing. You've got a, like a mass staging ground of people waiting for May 11th to try to overwhelm and get into the country, that they, they think that the rules will be changed to make it easier to get into the country. And that's what they're being told. And this is part of the problem. And I don't know that the White House is as clued into this as they should be. Uh, the people south of the border, the illegal aliens, are being told the rules are being changed. It'll be easier for them to get in. With Title 42, many of them are taken back to Mexico and held there. With the end of Title 42, that's going to go away, except for people from uh, Cuba, Venezuela, Honduras, and one other place. I forget which one. Um, uh, Haiti, Haiti, uh, because we don't have um, we don't have good relations to be able to send people back rapidly there. So they'll be held in Mexico. Everybody else will come through. And so the people who are south of the border are processing this all as it'll be easier to come into the United States. And the result is there's already a staging ground south of the border for people to come over. And it's gotten to the point where the rest of the media is starting to be clued in on it. You know, Chris Licht at CNN, he's having a, a town hall in New Hampshire with Donald Trump. It'll be moderated by Caitlin Collins, who's from the right. She started out in right-wing media. She made her way there. Uh, and it is um, – it's – going to be a situation 
where CNN is trying to show the right that it can be fair and that it can cover things well and it can cover things conservatives are interested in. So they're starting to up their coverage of the border. And frankly, Bill Malugan is becoming a household name among conservatives. Bill Malugan is the reporter at Fox who basically is – he's from California, but he camps on the, on the Texas border and just covers the absurdity down there. Uh, he, 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 I'm, they're probably looking at him for Tucker Carlson's spot. He's just become this household name. And the left doesn't like to talk about it. And you go to MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, they don't cover the border. That CNN has started covering the border as a big issue is good for us. Now, uh, if they'll just accurately cover what's going on in Washington with the debt ceiling, because they still claim it's the Republicans who want to push a default, and that's not true. I mean, Republicans passed a bill to raise the debt ceiling. This just into us, this is bizarre. This is the budget director at the White House. Who this? What a weird thing. Listen to this. Spending question. The president, we've heard him say it a couple of times now. He said it uh, on April 19th when he went to Accokeek, Maryland. He said that the, the House Speaker talks about limiting spending. All for that, man. Let's limit spending. That's the president's quote. What does he mean when he says that? Is he is he serious about limiting spending, or is he mocking the House Speaker? Is he is he suggesting that there might be some cuts he would be amenable to? What is what does he mean when he says so that? So I, I don't know the context of how the president answers this. What I will say is I've talked to the president a lot about spending priorities. This president's made clear. You heard my topper. There is spending we like not to talk about. Spending. <laughs> what? 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 Wait. What? I've talked to the president a lot about spending priorities. This president's made clear. You heard my topper. There is spending we like not to talk about. There is spending we like not to talk about. What on God's good earth is that spending we, you know what? My wife has spending she likes to not talk about, too. I get the credit card receipt 30 days later. It's like, oh, there's the spending we like not to talk about, huh? Is that what this woman's talking about? <laughs> Joe, there's spending we like not. She literally just said that there's spending the president likes not to talk about. Priorities. This president's made clear. You heard my topper. There is spending we like not to talk about. There is spending we like not to talk about. A topper. There is spending we like not to talk about. Yep, that that's 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 got to be like when my my wife and kid they they take the credit card and and you know I get the push notifications now with the Apple card when something's been like oh lord the kids at Barnes and Noble again. That must be like. <laughs> You know, the dirty little secret is I've got income I like to not talk about. <laughs> Just don't let don't let my wife know about that that speaking gig payment. Shh. That money's gonna get spent. It's actually not my wife who's the problem, it's the kids. My son the other day confessed to me, he's like, Dad, I, I think I want to go get a job. I was, and uh, so I'm I'm my parents were this way with me and I'm this way with my kids. It's not to spoil them. To tell my kids your job is to get really good grades so you can get a scholarship. If your grades start sucking and it becomes a random thing, we're going to walk you across the street to Chick-fil-A and you're going to start serving people milkshakes and chicken. But if you keep your job, if, if you keep your job and your job is good grades, then you won't get fired and, and you won't have to go uh, flip burgers or, or, or chicken sandwiches. And my son the other day says, Dad, I, I don't know that I like spending your money. I, I feel guilty spending your money. I think I want a job. It's like, son, that's great. That That's good for you, except you're 14. 
and you've got a C in math and straight A's and everything else, and you got to get the math grade up. You get the math grade up to an A, you may not want a job. If you don't get the math grade up to an A in the next year or so, then you're going to get a job whether you want one or not. He's like, all right, understood. Get my math grade up. He's brought his math grade up from a C to a B. Last year had the same problem. He got it up to an A. By the end of the semester, he should be back in an A territory. I just want my kids get really good grades so you can get that full ride to whichever college you're going to. But I don't know what this 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 spinning that we like not to talk about is from the White House. I know what it is in my family. My problem here is that the White House isn't serious about spinning cuts. They're insisting clean debt ceiling and then we'll talk. No, the only leverage House Republicans have in this entire scenario is to not raise the debt ceiling without spinning cuts coupled to it. They've already done it. They've showed they're willing to raise the debt ceiling. This White House is refusing to go along with anything like this. And they're blaming the Republicans. I'm a broken record on this, but it needs to be said again. The Republicans are going to get the blame anyway from the press. Might as well go for broke on the debt ceiling. Might as well. Now, I don't want you to go to broke, get broke with your cell phone service. You should go to Patriot Mobile. I can tell you, I, I got a great plan with Patriot Mobile, and I get great coverage. They use the same cell towers everybody else uses, so you're going to get guaranteed great service. And they take a portion of their profits and spin it in the conservative movement, whether it is the pro-life movement, the Second Amendment movement, or even conservative parents battling wokes. In fact, I've asked Glenn Story, their CFO, to come to the gathering and, and talk to me on stage about that because uh, it's such an impressive story that they're getting so many angry people from the left attacking them now. They're so effective at it. So what they do is you take your business, Patriot Mobile, you can even take your existing phone number to them. And they'll give you great service, and then they'll take a portion of their profits and spend it on the conservative movement. It's a really good deal. And you get great discounts if you're a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, a teacher, got a lot of lines for a lot of kids in your house. Patriot Mobile might be able to save you some money. Call them at 972-PATRIOT. You get 100% U.S.-based customer service. Or go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. Tell them I sent you get that free activation, get great service, and do business with them, and they fund the conservative movement. Well, there it goes again. How curious that this has happened. The Acton Institute is a, a libertarian institute, and it published a documentary on TikTok about imprisoned Hong Kong newspaper man Jimmy Lay. Jimmy Lay was critical of the Chinese government and had the backs of the uh, democracy protesters in Hong Kong. The Acton Institute highlighted him and their account got deleted from TikTok. The TikTok CEO said under oath, we do not remove or promote content on behalf of the Chinese government, but this TikTok video from the Acton Institute got the Acton Institute's account suspended. And surprise, surprise, the account, the PR person from TikTok says, the account was removed in error and is available again on platform. Surprise, surprise. These are getting just to be a little bit too coincidental, aren't they? Just a little bit too coincidental. You publish something critical of the Chinese, you highlight dissidents in Hong Kong, your account just happens to get deleted. And there's like, oh, it was, it, was, it was a mistake. It had nothing to do with that. This is what 
Twitter did to conservatives for a very long time. Had nothing to do with the views espoused. It was just an accident. Right. A little bit too coincidental. Congress is continuing to consider legislation to ban TikTok in the United States. The problem is the legislation is too broad. It needs to be restrained and it needs to target TikTok, not essentially be a uh, tool for the government to harvest all of our information online and spy on us online. It's what they want. They could write competent legislation that uh, minimally is invasive and deals specifically with TikTok. Josh Hawley has such a piece of legislation. And Josh Hawley has advanced the legislation and for reasons that are beyond me, um, the rest of Congress isn't willing to consider his legislation. But they should. Because TikTok is bad. TikTok is is actually bad. TikTok is a communist Chinese surveillance site designed to lure your children in and with their algorithm feed them bad ideas. But what it really does, what TikTok really does, and you know, I get these emails from, I don't see all that crazy stuff on TikTok. The real nefariousness of TikTok is that it's building a surveillance page on you. The Chinese are going to figure you out. In some cases, they spy if you're if they realize you're notable, they spy on your location and they can use the microphone on your phone and they can gather information. But about every single American who uses TikTok, they're building a profile of who you are, what your interests are, all those sorts of things. It's a very dangerous data collection tool against you. And you're willing to do it because you're being fed content that keeps you plugged in. It's kind of genius. you got to admire it. It is kind of genius. They plug you in. They give you the content they want. Your kids are subtly fed bad information over time to indoctrinate them. You don't even pay attention to it because you're looking at the goofy cat memes on your TikTok page. You don't see what they're serving up your kid. And they're not only indoctrinating your kid so your kid goes off the reservation, you yourself are having a, a uh, social demographic uh, data file built on you. And they've poured out a bunch of money to hire a bunch of lobbyists and others. It, this is It's a really nefarious thing. And good for Governor Kemp in Georgia and others signing legislation banning TikTok on college campuses or in, in government buildings or on government phones. More of that, please. However fun TikTok may be for you, it's a deeply nefarious program that the Chinese communist state is using to spy on all of us. Get it off your phones. Don't let your kids use it. It's not a moral issue here. It's a national security threat to this nation. I will see you from Washington tomorrow.